Okay. Cool. That, that'll be good enough. Um, yeah, so are you familiar at all with the story of the Snow Queen? Am I? No, not really. Okay, that's... Uh, no, I'm, I'm just just a little bit, because I know it's from, <clears throat> it's from Hans Christian Andersen. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's what Frozen is, uh, I guess, quote-unquote, based on, or it's, it's very loosely based on it. It uh, derives a few elements, I guess, the character of the Snow Queen, and uh, pretty much other than that, nothing. But, like, <laughs> like we're going to talk about in a, a little bit... Uh, with the storytelling of Frozen as well, the storytelling of the Snow Queen is kind of kind of a mess uh, thematically and like like a lot of times a um, a fairy tale will like make sense or be be I don't know, minimalistic and have very clear themes, a very clear lesson that's going on. But the Snow yeah. Queen, uh, it's a jumble. It's a mess. I guess it's a story for story's sake, not really with a moral. Uh, pretty much. There's there's like a little bit of a moral in there, but it's not it's not emphasized the way it, it should be. And um, like say, the the story begins and they give kind of a, a whole uh, prologue of how there's this uh, goblin, this like evil goblin who has a mirror, and this mirror, um, what it it reflects like only the like dark or bad things of the world, so it makes everything look super ugly or like emphasizes like the the ugliness in everything but huh. and then like he i forget exactly what happens but he drops the mirror it breaks and its shards sh- um scatter across the world and they can either get in someone's like eyes or heart and like can like freeze their heart and turn it into ice or if they get in someone's eyes then they can only see the the negatives or the ugliness in other people and the world around them mm-hmm. but um that's not very important to the story uh it, it is it is a little bit but it's not important to the main conflict or like uh yeah the main journey of the story and uh it yeah the prologue emphasizes how the shards are scattered across the whole world and we only see one little shard in one little kid's heart okay uh so I guess, yeah, I'll give a, a brief uh, summary of this story. Uh, so, there are these two little kids. Um, I don't know what their name The one, the girl's Gerda. The guy, kid, uh, boy is, I don't know. I'll, I'll mention it in just a second once I remember. But, uh, so, they, like, live in these adjoined houses in a city. Uh, they're, like, these rose bushes and stuff. And then, um, yeah, then uh, one night he leaves uh i think he leaves the the boy leaves the window open and um he sees the the snow queen out there and uh she it's effectively like the uh the white queen or whatever in the the wizard no why am i saying wizard no the chronicles of narnia the line the witch in the wardrobe that that witch uh, where she has her sleigh and she has like some frost powers and and that um so this uh yeah, so there's a slight encounter there, and then later he's like in the town square playing with some older boys, and they like what they're doing is they're like hooking their sleighs onto like carriages and kind of sliding, uh, sliding along, but then he ends up hooking his onto uh, what ends up being the Snow Queen's um, like big sleigh, uh, and uh, he kind of gets so it's a mistake. Yeah, he gets taken off. The Snow Queen kind of mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, takes him up, up, I guess, into his seat and, like, kisses him until he fr- is frozen, uh, effectively, and brings him back to her palace. Okay. And then most of the story follows uh, his sister... Wait, they're not... The I, girl, right? Yeah, the girl. They're, they're not... Wait, they're not siblings. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the girl, no, no, Gerda. No, she, she, she's, a, she's a young... I'm, I'm, I've got a article, uh, the, the story in, fr- in front of me now. Yeah. Um, so, basically, she, tr- she travels to... Uh, her frozen lands mm-hmm. um, her, to her palace and gardens uh, to basically rescue her friend Kay. Yes, so that's the yes, boy. Kay. There we go. Thank you. And um, and on the way, she meets several different characters. Mm-hmm. And so also some of them are good, some of them are bad, because there's also a the old lady who knew magic. So she's a woman who maintain, maintains a cottage cottage on a on a river or near yep, a river. Yep, that's the first with stop. With a garden that is, yeah, that is permanently in summer, and she enchants her because she wants to keep her there. But then the thought of roses, because that that, that was the favorite flower of her and Kay, yep. uh, awakens her from the old woman's enchantment. So that's something I uh, I also I, I, uh, incidentally I had a I had a an idea for a better villain for this movie, but I'll get back to that later. Yep. So. Um, yeah, I'll remind you of that later. Uh, then, yeah, effectively, Gerda has a few stops like that along the way. Um, and what they, what they, I guess, lesson ends up being, or what they end up telling you, is that, um, or is that she has, uh, like, a power, or like, a certain compulsion with telling her story and telling her, her um, adventure journey, her plight of searching for Kay to everyone she comes across, and they... Yeah, they feel compelled to help her. And, they, yeah, they emphasize, like, near the end of the story, uh, when she wants to, or when she needs to take the the, um, the shard of the mirror out of uh, Kay's heart and to defrost and, yeah, melt the ice covering his heart, that uh, she's, she doesn't need, like, any great magical powers or any anyone to help her because she's already shown that... Um, she has like more power on her own, just like I guess compelling people to help her. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the main emphasis of the story, and she goes along and yeah, um, meets a bunch of people along the way. Eventually, saves Kay. They go back home, and um, the this story uh, is supposed to take place over the course of, uh, I guess one year effectively, where she starts the journey in the summer. She's at the the witch's cottage until, uh, I guess I think it's mid fall, uh, mid autumn, and. Then most of the journey is, uh, yeah, autumn and winter. And, uh, but then, like, they, they say when, when they come back home, everything's the same except they're adults. Uh, kind of shown, to show in a sense that they've grown up, or so some significance to the two, their story, to their journey. Um, uh, another way, I guess, uh, in some ways, another way in which uh, the, the story is thematically a mess in that there's not really any uh, buildup or legitimate explanation that I uh, that came to mind for me for why they would need to say that or need to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there, so, so there are some some elements of this movie because they talk about the frozen heart. Yes, um, they do. And, and uh, they, they, they just a few moments they talk about it like, oh, it's a frozen heart and, and that that's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, especially they try to force it in uh, it at the beginning, 
with a song that is very re- reminiscent of uh, the way they try to make it is the you know the Rustabout song um, in wait, um, in Dumbo uh, where they yeah there there's uh, in, oh, you haven't seen Dumbo no. okay well Dumbo I missed out on a lot of classics uh, okay yeah it's, it's one of the classics <laughs> and you, sh- you should watch okay. it okay um, like just it. because just only for the trippy scene when Dumbo and Timothy get drunk but um there is uh there is a scene where uh the the, the circus tent is getting pitched up and there are a lot of uh rust about men or just just men working on making it um, putting it up and they're just singing a song while f- basically filling the the length of the movie and the singing about how they are working very hard and all the pay they they get they drink it all away um so so that that's a literal <laughs> line from that song <laughs> and the the song at the beginning of the movie which was called uh frozen heart um they sing about the whole frozen heart stuff but it's all people singing about uh, uh, while they they sing they are cutting ice out of the um out of the lake and they're singing about uh, fro- uh ice is very hard frozen then a thousand men and at, at that point they chop ice and in twain oh. so that doesn't make any sense with the lyrics but they're, yeah. they're singing about how dangerous a frozen heart is but the the visuals you got there yeah because i never got really any of those, don't i never got any of those lyrics out of that scene yeah i i, I me neither <laughs> and it's not a good it's not a good song none, none of the songs are very good because you don't really remember any of them yeah seriously um only let it go, let it go but like that, do you want to that's because it's annoying song yeah, do you want to build a snowman that's also a, annoying yeah um so so they they sing nothing they sing about um is correspondent with the visuals you see so you are introduced with a little bit to a young what what was it called sven and his reindeer uh, i think that's it and it's yeah Christoph and reindeer. so so yeah oh yeah yeah go. yeah whatever um so then so that's for me is already a big miss because they never really show anything because for for instance with aladdin the opening song is uh, arabian nights mm-hmm. and it's just basically setting the giving you a setup of the world that you're going to explore um because he's, he's singing about the desert and how life is rough there and stuff which is basically a and they they show when they go into the the the, the city they show what kind of culture there is east middle eastern culture and and he sings about how rough the life is there and then he starts telling the story of Aladdin, and then you're not surprised that he's, you know, a little, uh, a, a guy who needs to steal food. Yep. Here it's just like, oh, it's it's very fucking cold out here, wherever we are in somewhere <laughs> in northern Europe. Um. And, yeah, well, so yeah, so that that's one of the, one of my biggest issues with this movie is the use of, not the the music itself, not the the songs. Uh, composed by Christoph Beck. That those are really good. That those are just proper, you know, cinematic music. Yeah. Um, but the songs are just so forced, and they're they're made by what what were they called again? Um, they what were their names? Uh, dude, have it up. Uh, Rub. I think there, it's a oh, yeah. husband Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. Yeah. And they previously worked on. Uh, what was it called again? They worked on the Book of Mormon. Oh, okay. I think. Um. 
Yeah, let me I've, I've listened through the cast recording of that. And that's great like listening, folks. A pretty good um, production. Oh yeah, and they also did the the Winnie the Pooh movie, the 2011 one. So basically, oh. the last 2D animated, hand animated uh, movie of Disney. Yeah. Which had good songs. I don't remember a lot of them, but they worked in the movie. Um, and apparently they also worked on Finding Nemo, the musical. Huh. Didn't realize that yeah. existed. Yeah, well, apparently it does. So that's <laughs> great. Um, so the... Um, so we got the elements of uh, well the elements that you t- told off. So 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 in in the in this movie, it, uh, the the quote unquote Snow Queen, which they and they gave her name uh, the name Elsa, yep. is born with the so so they never talk about a mirror or shards or whatever. Nope. Um, well, and that that in, influence you in in the fairy tale. Uh, the Snow Queen, uh, they they mention nothing related to the mirrors or uh, the mirror of shards of the glass related to the Snow Queen. The Snow Queen is the yeah, but 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 like, it, but yeah. yeah, but they do talk about in this movie about a frozen heart. Yes, they do, and that's basically the what happens to Kay in the original mm-hmm. uh, fairy tale. He gets a shard in his heart, and then he becomes you know frozen. Also, thanks to the Snow Queen. Um. So so the, those elements are there, and I'm thinking because this this movie I'm, I'm jumping from from one thing to another. So, this scary. movie is supposed to be. You know, everybody says like, "Oh, the with the end," because I'm just gonna spoil the end for anything anyone who hasn't seen it. Because I, well, whatever it's seen, it, seen it, it doesn't matter. Why? why and three, yeah. it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, you can watch it just to see what we're talking about. Well, um, I mean, the ending's not worth it. The movie. Oh yeah, you the can watch that. Well, in the end, so in the ending, it's 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 love saves the day, but it's not not love between a, a man and a woman, or you know, it's not not. Uh, Romantic love, whatever. It's 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 not not you don't know. Uh, I want to have a relationship with yeah. you. It's not romantic love. Yeah. It's family love. And in in uh, a sense, that's sibling actually, love. In a sense, basically. that's loyal to the Snow Queen. In that, um, it is uh, Gerda's um sisterly. Sibling love? Yeah, yeah. They're they're not technically yeah, siblings, yeah, but it is a yeah. sisterly love. That but but that, she that, has that's for basically Kay. what it is. Yeah, and 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 the the women save the day. That that's basically the the thing they want to yes. show with this. <laughs> movie and and if you look at the um at at the original uh at the original fairy tale that already happens it's not the the girl who gets captured by the snow queen no it's the boy and the girl goes after him yep, yep. trying to save him which is completely the opposite of what happened to most fairy tales uh, around that time and and i'm i'm like why it d- doesn't it's 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 just there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Why do you have to change so much of the original? It's, it's not like I'm 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 a big fan of the original uh, fairy tale. I don't mind them changing it, but if that is the big change you want to make, just to make it all, you know, everything was f- fixed by 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 a woman. Okay, that's cool, but you didn't really have to change anything that major. From the original uh, fairy tale. Well, they yeah they didn't have to, but they wanted to accomplish something very different with the movie. I like the. I'm still not sure exactly how they used the Snow Queen as source it, material. Um, yeah, it it was just base. Yeah, it's it's 
I, I think the the castle mostly because that the castle's made of ice, yes. which is also in the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff. It's it's I don't know. There is also a reindeer in the original. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I, I, yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So oh, I got I got so many things to talk about, but no really no real line to talk well, about <laughs> I, I, have, uh, I have something I can bring up that'll, that'll help um, I guess yeah, transition maybe. this yeah. a bit uh, well it adds to my confusion in that the <laughs> um, previous uh, versions of Frozen uh, yeah previous drafts or produ- like um, an earlier uh, beta or whatever of the movie was yeah. even more different from the fairy tale uh, oh yeah so I had a run into this Reader's Digest article in which they interviewed some of the people uh, involved in the production of Frozen. Um, specifically, uh, she was a writer turned assistant director and also a little bit of uh, the the Lopez, Anderson Lopez, uh, Kristen and Robert, I think, them, that the composers uh, for those, yeah. uh, for the vocal the, songs. The songwriters. Yeah, songwriters. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it started 18 months. Yeah, the, the article started 18 months before the movie premiered. And effectively, they didn't have anything of the the final movie there. They they had an entirely different story, and yeah, the yeah the story had a well. I guess the story had some similar uh, elements. They it followed the two sisters, uh, uptight and bossy Anna, um, preparing for her wedding, um, and huh. then uh, El- Elsa, who is uh, the jealous sister, jealous of her sister's wedding, and. She she still has the uh I guess ice powers where everything she touches will freeze uh yeah the, the ice powers that she doesn't have control over, so then she ends up uh in her jealousy she summons some snow monsters to, um, uh, kind of sabotage her sister's wedding, yeah. but then she loses control and the uh, snow monsters like take over the city the whole city's frozen and the sisters have to work together to solve that conflict. Okay, well, that's that's maybe a twenty-minute uh, short. Yeah, exactly. There, there's uh, yeah, that, nothing there's to it. Not a lot. Uh, it was a complete yeah. mess, and they yeah clearly made many many changes uh, to the movie since. Yeah. I'm not saying the actual movie like has enough content or has the <laughs> the right right plot for it. Can, a can, uh, can, can I first get get some stuff out of out of yes, the way yeah, so, so do. people don't really think that that I. I hate this movie to my core. Yeah, okay. No, let's, the, the, let's the, do a bit the, of an introduction. I, there, are, <laughs> there are some good things about this movie. The cast, the voice act cast is great. Um, even Josh Gad as... Um, what's his name? Olaf. Olaf, Olaf the, yeah. the little snowman. He does a good job. Um, well, uh, I... Even though I hate the fucking character. Yeah, I hate um, the character. He does a good job. I don't. Th- I think the voice and the performance is very good, but I don't think it was necessarily consistent with the other characters. That might have just been yeah, the writing it's, it's, and the jokes no, that they kind of yeah. forced in that I was thinking of, but... Um, yeah, yeah, but o- o- Olaf is a character for, for kids, but so I, I want to get back to that yes, later. Yes, Um The art direction is amazing. It's It, it shows very much the um, old-time... Uh, European, North European, Danish, I would like to, I think, or Swedish. I mean, style closest to of, there. Of, uh, yeah, of 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 uh, basically architecture and stuff. Uh, the effects, the snow effects, are amazing. Uh, they they build a whole uh, engine on it uh, for it. Um, mm-hmm. The the orchestral score is good. Um, 
I think that's about it. I think. That's yeah, and the the, the the sound design is really good. Um, but that's you, you. The sound design is always good in Disney movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then my there, oh there might be some exceptions, but I can't think of them now. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So th- those are all the good points I have for this movie. Yeah, and I, um, well, I, I'll go back a bit to an introduction. You, all of you out there, are listening to Fool's Gold. It's that podcast where we talk about you know not good, sometimes bad media. Uh, but why we enjoy it. Well, Harry didn't particularly enjoy Frozen, but I love mm-hmm. watching it, and uh, even though every time... Well, I, well, I've only seen it twice, but, like, watching it again, I thought even more that it was such a bad movie. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I... Well, it's it's a bad movie overall. Uh, most A lot of my problems are with storytelling. Uh, which, it's, yeah. it, it's... You can't say... Can't say it's 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 not a it's not a, a, a complete mess. This movie, no, I would say it's flawed, there, and yeah. it's just it's it's flawed in points that just annoy me. <laughs> so there are a lot a lot of points that other people would look past. Yes, they would go like, oh oh yeah yeah, well you are complaining, <laughs> uh, and other people because I I'm not the biggest fan of musicals and stuff. I like musicals. Um, However, yeah, no, just just the stage musicals. I don't really like it. Uh, I at least I don't like the trend that everything needs to be uh, a musical. So even also the most inappropriate stuff like uh, the story of Anne Frank. Yeah, we need we need we need to make a musical yeah, out of that. Well, Suddenly Anne Frank needs to <coughs> needs needs to sing about how the Nazis are coming. Yeah, I mean I'm not into I, that or that commercialization I of hate Broadway. It. But yeah, I, I like I, I am big into musical theater and like that stuff. Okay. Yeah, um, I hate the the whole. I hate I dislike um, the 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 fact that people are trying to force this as uh, a feminist thing. Yeah, yeah. I it's know I'm t- it's a touchy subject, but you don't really. It's just a movie. It's it. They're 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 fictional characters. You don't really need need to make a big fuzz out of, fuzz out of it. Elsa's it so made brave. a lot of it made a lot of money, a and that's lot all of it money. is. Almost as much as Lion King. It, it's it, it made a lot of money. It made for for little girls, maybe also some little boys, uh, two interesting female characters that they can look up to and, uh, if they want. It, if they get older, they'll they'll see some flaws. It's still for instance that that one of the characters really wants to marry a guy that she only met thirty seconds. Yeah, huh? and still now, like I think three years later, or however long, however long ago came out, uh, it's one of the biggest, uh, I guess, merchandising or biggest uh, media place yeah. oh. merchandising everywhere in the world. Uh, I traveled about... across Europe this spring. There's yeah, frozen you merchandise can see it everywhere. everywhere. I yeah, it have been matter. to the U.S. I live in the U.S. There's frozen merchandise everywhere. <laughs> but to be honest. I like frozen merchandise more than seeing the fucking minions. Yeah, everywhere. yeah, okay. It was those things are the spawn of hell. Oh my god, that's but, I, um... I was interested in seeing the minions <laughs> until they, until all of that like over commercialization, over advertising, trying to sh- shove it down my throat and force it on me. Uh, I yeah. like realized that with the the first trailer I saw, I'm actually like, kind of interested in seeing the movie. It looks pretty good, but it, everything else ruined it for me. Now, like yeah. I, whatever. Yes, but Frozen's talking about merchandise, yeah. so something I find very funny 
about this movie is that the character Olaf yeah. is um he's the um I want to say the Jar Jar Binks of Frozen. So he's a wacky little character who does, who's got a wacky little voice and a wacky little dreams and all that <laughs> stuff. And he's there for the little kids to, to laugh at. Like, oh, physical comedy. <laughs> and and he's also a mascot. Because on the, on the, on the poster, they put him front and center. He's the, the biggest character on the poster. The rest oh, of the, uh, the main he's not even important. people are basically snowed under. Yeah. Only their heads are out. They should be frozen from the neck down. <laughs> um, but so, so he was basically the marketing stuff. Like, we want to sell this character to little kids. The moment they see Olaf, they want to buy this. And if you look at the merchandise, who do you see constantly... Elsa and Anna, and yeah. hardly any Olaf, and I found that freaking hilarious. Well, that's actually kind of interesting. Uh, <laughs> now, now that you pointed out, yeah, Elsa and Anna like merchandise is so much bigger than uh, Olaf plushies or beach towels or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think I think this movie could have worked if you removed uh, Olaf in it, uh, Olaf from the from the entire. Yeah, I'd be fine movie. with that. I'm I'm usually mixed on most of uh disney's like um fun comic relief characters to begin with but olaf especially yeah, but was very out of place and uh kind of forced if, especially if with you the look, writing and humor yeah but if you look at the um uh you remember tangled yes the disney princess movie before this yeah the, so basically the, that's rapunzel mm-hmm. uh was the horse? she had a little she had oh, a little chameleon. no no Sorry, the, chameleon. the little chameleon chameleon pascal yeah um, he was not really meant. He 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 was yeah he uh made for some comic relief, uh but he wasn't fully comic relief. He also didn't have a voice, which helped. Yeah, um, very subtle. So he's he's a subtle character that works. And this character is loud, um, asking questions t- to basically give exposition at points. Uh, where where actually nobody would have told anybody something like, "Hey, where where are we going? Well, we're going to the trolls to to ask help." <laughs> oh, I didn't know that because I'm a character who just is here to ask questions. Yep. Because that's me, Olaf. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> and look at me, Olaf. Olaf. Sorry, I can't do a music uh, impression, but you go. You go. What I'm trying. Yeah, to do. I'm, I'm 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 not a good Josh Gad impersonator. Yeah. Thank God. Um, nothing <laughs> against Just Gad, but I just don't want to use fine. that. He voice. sings great in Book of Mormon. Uh, whatever. I think that's also the reason why he does have a character and and why that this whole character exists. Oh yeah, just to give yeah. Just Gad a character to do. Yeah, Book of Mormon was a big uh, deal then, and uh, yeah, so big now. But I think he was still in the production on Broadway then. So that was one of my biggest gripes of this movie, Olaf. My second one. Um, well, is is the songs? They're forced. They're not fun. You don't remember any of the fucking lyrics except for "Let It Go, Let It Go," um, and that's all I can remember from that mu- song. And that anymore. song in particular, that song in particular, I found it hilarious that most of the songs have a little bit of a connection to the rest of the orchestral scro- score. Yeah. But "Let It Go" is basically. Um, the 90s pop version end title song. 
yeah. put in the middle of the movie. So if you have a whole new world from Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast, um, and all those songs from the 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 nineties animated Disney movies that they put a Michael Bolton version at the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A whole new world and that stuff. Uh, I can't. Do, I can't do Michael Bolton. Anyway. Um. They put that song. So they put a version, a pop version of Let It Go into the middle of the movie instead of they should have put that version at the end in the end titles and made it a more orchestral, more heartfelt version of Let It Go, Let It, it Go in, in, in the middle of the movie because then you wouldn't be taken out of the freaking thing because it doesn't, the only thing that's missing from, from that whole sequence from Let It Go in the movie is an MTV logo saying El- uh, Let It Go, sang by Elsa's Snow Queen, the son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, it doesn't work. It really doesn't work for me. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, normally I wouldn't have a problem, but it's the fact that it's inconsistent with the rest of the scoring for the movie that uh, yeah. I, yeah, that it's a big issue. And that's like. Uh, I'm gonna go back and say, uh, yeah, kind of go back and say the the couple things that I thought were good about the movie versus, I guess, the rest of it. Where I thought the first half of the movie was relatively coherent, uh, and I thought the movie that that part built until Let It Go. The movie's good until Olaf comes in. Yeah, yeah. Well, until honestly, in my point, until after Let It Go, the whole movie's building up right, yeah. until Let It Go. It's centered around that. And, um, I wait. Do I have a quote here? No, no. It's it's also it's also a bit weird because at the half point, halfway point, Elsa's like, "I'm okay with this," and then <laughs> we're at the halfway point. And as an audience, you're like, "Okay, she's happy now." Yeah. <laughs> now what? <laughs> and in uh, yeah, that was yeah such a sudden transition. And uh, in the article I was reading, the uh, writer turned director was saying that um that the movie was centered around Let It Go. They wanted to center around Let It Go, but they didn't know how to end it. And oh, it's, that's, it's that's so, great. so obvious watching the movie that they, they I guess, didn't even successfully end it or, or didn't, like, know what to do after that point because it's a, just a jumble of things happening. And you can you can see at the end because the, the whole Hans thing, like, oh, what a twist! It was you all along! <laughs> um... <laughs> Which they should stop because they they've used that twist in four of the recent movies now. They used it in Zootopia. They used it in Wreck It Ralph. They used it in Rapunzel. No, not in Rapunzel. What was it? They used it in uh, Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six. There we go. And and Frozen. And Frozen is the worst one. Yeah, Frozen's the, the worst the, one. Uh, Zootopia. It makes sense in because of the themes in the story and how they present yeah, it. Yeah, which which that that movie. Although I really like the movie, it's preachy as fuck. Uh, well, yeah, it's very political, so it, yeah. it's going to be like that. But uh, I mean, I thought it's still a very good movie. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good movie, but it's yeah. preachy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it's basically saying like, don't be racist, and everybody who isn't a racist is like, I know that, and everybody who's a racist, is like, fuck you. <laughs> also, there's the whole uh, I'm gonna be racist anyway. Mammal exclusion thing. I, I thought it was a uh, kind of a good, a good thing or a good uh, writing aspect or. So to fill in a lot of plot holes to make this paradise, this utopia, Zootopia, just for mammals, and then they can eat fish and whatever else they want. But uh, oh yeah, well yeah. so th- those were issues. they th- those were better in the evolutionary line. Birds and mammals 
uh, birds and fish and reptiles they got fucked over. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but but that's we're not talking about Zootopia here. We're talking uh, about Pins. maybe in another day, but, another podcast where we talk about actually good movies. Yeah, but I hope in uh, in their coming upcoming movies, Moana and even Frozen Two, because I don't know how they're going to make. Well, let's a probably direct a video it. one. No, it actually is going to be a uh, wait what uh, theatrical release? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be the- theatrical. Oh my release. gosh, I'm kind of excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope that they. Stop using that trope of it was you all along. Uh, because yeah. I hate it. Um, because for one movie, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it worked in Wreck-It Ralph. Um, it worked It worked a bit in um, in Big Hero 6, even though I would have wanted actually to have the brother to become the, the villain, which you were thinking oh, the entire cool. movie. Yeah. Um, but, um, like, it's it's kind of an unnecessary, uh, like, twist, oftentimes. That, yeah. Um, and for, unnecessary lazy. for the, the level of effect. Uh, like I said, in Zootopia, it, it, it made this, sense, uh, but other yeah, places. But at, at, this point, at this point, it's clear it's lazy writing. Yeah, it's lazy yeah. writing. Just like the other, other part of the end. It's Wav. Wav will save us all. <laughs> she actually says that, like, love, of course, love. And then everything starts to defrost. And and then I'm thinking like oh so at the beginning of the movie when you were a twelve year old girl, you didn't love your sister enough to heal her uh, <laughs> from the much. ice. You shot into well, her. She hadn't let face. it go yet. Come on, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> but um. So wait, so let it go also means like oh hey I shot ice into my sister whatever. <laughs> uh, not screw quite. my sis. Screw my Maybe. sis. <laughs> I don't really give a huh shit. <laughs> it is nice. Have some ice. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's enough. Don't don't wanna. Yeah. You wanna wanna keep that uh, secret private until uh you can release it, make it big. Mm-hmm. It's next time. But yeah, know. I don't know how they're going to make a sequel out of this. Uh yeah. Oh, did you ever watch the the short the um. What's it called? Yeah, Frozen, Frozen Fever. Fever, that one. Yeah. Where 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 Elsa gets a cold and then she sneezes and a, and a shit ton of little uh, ice little things come. Oh uh, yeah, a little like ice cream. Uh, I don't know. Ice, yeah. Not all the, all the little uh, uh, yeah, all the, yeah, and they work better than the whole Olaf himself. Mm-hmm. They should have put those guys into the movie instead of Olaf. Oh, that could have been really cool, actually. Just have like a yeah, have a shit like ton of those little guys. They do like random things and like they're destructive, constructive, and ah, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you just wrote a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, writing a better movie will, will come uh, come later. But first, a sequel. Um, so, Anna has a guy. What's his name again? Uh, uh, it's Kristoff. Uh, yeah, I checked. Uh, you had mixed it up earlier. Oh, yeah, uh, Sven Christoph is the and... reindeer. Kristoff is the man. What's what's his reindeer? Sven? Sven, yes. Sven is reindeer? Yes. Okay. So, so, so Anna, Anna has Kristoff. So, that means the next Frozen movie is either going to have... A guy for Elsa, a girl for Elsa, if they want to be very interesting, Ooh. Um, or it's going to be another guy whose twist, twist, twist was him all along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. It was Sven the Reindeer. Oh, okay. I think her love interest is going to be the Troll King. There we go. Yep. We're going to find out he's evil and he cursed her and she's going to be free of rice powers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Um, he was quote unquote born with it. Quote mm-hmm. unquote born with it. <laughs> <sighs> Only Lady Gaga can claim so, that. So, so how can we, how can we as two assholes highly qualified on the internet, individuals? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> well, how can we as two assholes on the internet fix Frozen as it is? Um, how would I do this? Well, I would. Um, first off, I would not make Hans. The villain. I would not even have included Hans into the thing or make him a, a collateral damage or whatever. Yeah, that would be fun. That but make more sense. I would also remove the the trolls. Um, I would actually um, have the 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 king and queen when when uh, Anna gets hit by Elsa's uh, magic. Yes. Um, I would have them go to the old woman who knows magic. And the old woman who knows magic oh, is, yeah. uh, is is a very kind woman. She helps a lot of people and all, all that stuff, but she never really gets, you know, paid or they really shun her a bit like they do with most witches. Wait, are you referring to in, the, in the stories? witch with the, the spring cottage or the summertime cottage? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah sorry, but, but basically base her, of, base her of, of that character yes. a bit. So, so, so she has eternal summer. And and uh, and Elsa has the, the 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 winter stuff. There we go. Um, so you got two opposing, a little bit of two opposing forces, but so so the the, the woman in the uh, thing, uh, so the old woman, she never really gets appreciated for her work, uh, but she doesn't really show that to the outside world. Um, so the um, king and queen take Elsa to her. Basically, ask her like and and Anna, Anna and a little bit similar to that sequence with the trolls, um, with uh, hey we um, we have this problem because our our little girl um, she has ice powers and she accidentally hit her like with the whole frozen heart thing and then you mm-hmm. got a got a good explanation from from the, like oh this is very very dangerous um, I can't keep Anna here. Uh, because here it's eternal summer. summer. Yeah, she can be warm. She won't so freeze. she won't. Yeah, she will be warm. She won't uh, freeze over. Um, so there you got the entire uh, thing with how they never really see each other. Mm-hmm. And at some point, and she also says like, if during the winter, um, I can also come to the the, the castle and I can uh, basically try to teach. Uh, Elsa, how to use her powers? So how she can basically keep her powers in check. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so do that for a few years, maybe just, um, just a few years, and then at some point, well, the the thing happens in the movie, like the the, the parents die and during the shipwreck and all that stuff, and so now the old woman has free reigns to basically manipulate both sisters however she wants. Yes. So she becomes the, the 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 main villain, and it's only little, only clear to um, only clear to Anna because she, she she's like, well, I'm here, but why can I not see my sister? Yeah, that would and, actually make sense for like not being able to see her sister. Yeah, and it's, at some point, actually yeah, happens. yeah, and then the coronation happens. She's like, please, I want to see my sister because it's it's the coronation. Uh, I, I'm sure a lot of other people can make this very better than I can, but but I'm just giving a, a red red line yeah yeah and so she goes to the coronation and there she meets she meets Kristoff um also and and at some point she's 
she meets uh, or she meets Hans or whatever you want, and um, and then all the shit ensues. But the that that uh, during the coronation that she freezes everything Elsa, but it's enticed by the old woman, so she makes sure that it happens. Like, oh, l- you look at your sister; she's she's way more popular with the guys and all that <laughs> stuff. You you know, get the little the jealousy stuff with it yeah. again. Like this was supposed to be your day, and now the lost princess has returned, and everybody has, you know, uh, has eyes for her, and not for you. It's your day, and everybody doesn't care. So she makes every- she freezes everything. She goes away uh, into her castle, and then uh, because it's at that point she freezes everything, the curse on Anna starts working again. So yep. her hair starts turning white a little bit. So there's, so so and and the old woman suddenly disappeared. So she can't really get back to, uh, back to the cottage in time. So she has to go to Anna because that's closer. Um, she gets the the help of Kristoff. Uh, Hans is trying to basically get everybody to safety because it's all cold and stuff. Yep. Um. If you want him to be included in the story, I don't care. So they go go to her and and then they explain like I never got to see you, uh, like I wanted to see you. Why did you never come? And and Elsa's like, well, well, she said I couldn't come because my magic would have an effect on you. And she's like, but it was always summer. It would always be warm. There would be no reason for it. And then they basically figure out that she's that the old woman was the, the evil, that they were manipulated by them. And then they have to get back to because she only she knows the true answer to how they can stop the curse. Cool. And uh, well, and then uh, basically Hans tries to to help and stuff, but he gets stabbed in the back or something like by the old woman. If you want to have a tragic loss of character. Oh no! Uh, ah. Oh no, Hans! You were useless. Engaged uh, <laughs> in your character. Except no, but basically you can use him to make the the old woman more menacing. Yeah, and then we can um, see, see, look here. Look how you're doing these. Uh, you're making sure to emphasize certain important char- characteristics of characters and certain themes throughout this story, and uh, yeah. have the things like and, repetition but, but, and multiple uh, three dimensions, so that uh, yeah. y- you can have an effect on the audience. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so they got back and then there was this, inter- there, there was this, you know, you could call it a lace, uh, 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 a Dragon esque uh, you know, beams against beam thing with Elsa with the f- winter powers and the other one. Uh, There's summer powers. <laughs> yeah. And, and, the, so, and at some point she gets... Uh, she gets uh, Elsa get gets well beaten or something, and and the old woman tries to give the the old bl- uh, the last blow, and then and then you can do the self sacrifice of uh, Anna when she jumps in between, and you get the uh, the Pokemon. Wait, uh, Anna dies. Oh, oh wait, like Pokemon first movie, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Pokemon yeah. first movie where Ash turns to stone. Well, basically she turns into ice then. And everyone cries and there's love point. and stuff, and everyone's saved. Yeah, and then the power of love. Yeah, you can put that in if you want, well, if you really want. Yeah, I was but, thinking, but then, uh, huh? as far as Disney, I don't know how to end it, but it's just Dis- like the people of Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, as far as Disney goes, I think a more more appropriate ending might be um, having like kind of Elsa and Anna uh, face off, or sorry, Elsa and the witch face off a little bit, but not really fight, but 
more have the character characters um uh like sympathize with the witches being unappreciated or teach her yeah. the ways of love and convert her or something. Uh it's very cheesy yeah, so, but so, it, so, so, it might yeah. be appropriate. Yeah, but so so then you can write Hans out of it completely because then it would not make sense to forgive her after she killed one of the characters. Yeah. Um you know, logic. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, that would be a good one to to basically put in the. Uh, but yeah, I think the the not being appreciated angle for a villain is always a very interesting one. I think. So that that that's how I would make this movie a little bit more interesting, and how you could remove the annoying characters out of it. Yeah. Because the the the, the, the trolls are just there for another musical number. Yeah, musical number and, and that, minor plot yeah. device. And and that musical number comes, um, you got. It's very interesting because at the point until I think um, let it go after that there are no songs until that song. Yeah. As far as I know, and that has the same setup as the Hunchback of the Notre Dame. Yeah, it has until Hellfire, no songs anymore. Oh, didn't notice that. Cool. Or maybe or maybe the 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 God help the outcasts or something. Uh, um, yeah. Something that, there's a big that. gap until yeah, there comes another song until the until the end, um, and that one is the Court of Miracles song. Mm, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, yeah, Welcome to the exactly Court of Miracles like and stuff. Yeah, which song. is basically the, the the weakest song in the entire movie, but it, ha- it has the same setup. It has a shit ton of songs in the beginning, then a whole bunch of nothing, then one song, and at the end maybe another song. Mm-hmm. Well, the like, troll song isn't is that the the fixer upper song? Yeah, it's a fixer-upper song. Yeah, which is horrible. Yeah, that's like, like that doesn't even a work bit of as a fixer-upper. <laughs> and it's it's so annoying because you know there's a, a, a clock ticking, and you're like, everybody just shut the fuck up. We we need some help. <laughs> we need answers. But these trolls are zany and don't understand the idea of grave consequences and yeah. time. And 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 suddenly the troll king comes along and he's like. At the end, like, oh no, that this is bad, and I'm like, where the fuck were you all this time? <laughs> they were singing for three to four or five minutes. <laughs> yeah, see. What were you doing? Just masturbating in the corner? I mean, Jesus when you Christ. get that old, <laughs> um, when you get that old. Oh, talking about, uh, I actually I praised the art design. There's one moment, uh, one thing I don't like about the art design. Yes, tell me. Um, and and I I think I showed you that before we actually started recording this podcast. I think about a few weeks ago. If you'd look at the profile of Elsa and Anna, so the side view yeah, of their yeah, faces, if like nobody does ago, know it, actually, yeah. they look they look exactly like the Gelflings from yeah, the Dark you Crystal. Did. That was hilarious. <laughs> So for those of you so look it up. So, so look it up. Yeah, look it up on on, on Google Images or whatever. Yeah, uh, or Bing Images uh, if you're a fan of that. Jim Henson, right? Ta- who did a labyrinth. Yeah, it's 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 a dark it's a dark uh, fantasy movie. It's all by, puppets, I uh, think. Jim Henson. I've been meaning before to watch he it. made uh, Labyrinth. Um, labyrinth, yeah, with David Bowie. Uh, so, so this movie is just pu- it's purely puppets and animatronics and all that stuff, and the main character is a. Uh, I don't remember his name, but the main character and and one another character they are Gelflings, which is a lost race in this fantasy movie. But they've got this little, you know, very low nose and mouth. Yeah, and low cheekbones, nose, mouth. Protruding. Like yeah, it's cartoonish pushing eyes. out a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and 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 that lower part of the face is pushing out a bit, so it looks a bit. Yeah, 
But they're... I would like to I would like to say deer ish. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, that, that's actually a good description. Yeah, it's like kind of kind of like old. It's doe faced. Yeah, yeah, um, do, yeah, and 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 Elsa and Anna yeah. have the exact same exactly <laughs> like skull structure, structure, bone structure. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really weird. Funny to look it's at it. so weird. <laughs> if I had a website to post on it, post this on, I'd put it in the show notes. I might put a picture in the uh, description if I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or maybe in the video or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, so that looks odd. So that's my minor point on the art direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that that's uh, that's. The, Entirely understandable. Uh, let me think. Was I feel like I had something else to say? Oh, I had did have something else to say. So, I I do appreciate what you did with uh rewriting the story, and I think you you came up with like a a coherent uh like a thematically coherent uh story, but there's I think it's it's the the original Frozen does have a couple things that uh that may be missing. Like I said, they hmm. were trying to focus it around the Let It Go, and um whether or not that was a success or successfully uh, conveyed certain themes, uh, lessons, whatever. Um, it's uh, the the uh, goal, or uh, rather, I, here, I have a quote that, that sums it up well. Uh, <laughs> quote, Frozen isn't a movie about good and evil because that doesn't happen in real life. It's a movie about love and fear, end quote. Where, I mean, there are plenty of problems with saying that, but um, uh, trying to emphasize love and fear in the movie is something important that uh, I think they had some success with in the actual Frozen. Hmm. Yeah, well, well, I think in the version that I pitched, you can still put that in, love and fear. Yeah, especially and, with the witch. And, you can put a lot of that yeah, in. Yeah, with the witch. Yeah. And you can even put the, the let it go theme with her. Actually, like she, a, she, yeah. she She gets basically, e- she's eating herself up by not being appreciated, but she could also just let it go. Yeah, you know? can put let it go in with uh, with Elsa and have it be a. You can have the theme return as like she sings it to the witch and converts her, like teaches her. Or something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically, have a reprise of the song. Okay, your movie saved. It's great. Thank you. <laughs> Green lighting it. <laughs> <laughs> so if we ever have to pitch a re a remake of uh, let it, uh, of let it go of Frozen, let it go the movie uh, for Disney, we have to write this down or just re re listen to this. Yep, or yep. someone else is going to steal this idea from us, but it's recorded now. So. Oh, no. The thousands Fuck of people listen to this podcast. <laughs> thousands of the big shot Hollywood producers listen to this podcast. Yeah. But you get you can still make this you know uh, a, a... If you want a female-driven movie, yeah. um, even even in my eyes, it doesn't really matter. Um, uh, I would like to, I guess, mention a couple of elements that I uh, would have liked to see emphasized in the movie or with an alternative that I'd like to see emphasized. Yeah. And, um, well, after, especially after having seen, uh, Kubo, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, yeah. I, uh, really appreciate the, <coughs> like, folktale style storytelling. Yeah. And that's, uh, if you look at the Snow Queen, they, they do, um, suc- successfully do some of that, uh, with, uh, Gerda going about, um, from place to place and doing her thing and learning lessons about herself and, and how she can save Kay and all that. And uh, I think emphasizing that adventure and like meeting all those little characters along the way uh, would, uh, I think that would be a good way to tell, like emphasize some of the themes, especially the one about like love saving the day and um, like uh, melting a frozen heart. But yeah, yeah that's... Um, again, yeah, it's another, uh, the, another movie idea that's, I guess, reverting back a little bit to 
the original yeah. quote unquote source material. I guess that that's just my. If they wanted to make that frozen heart thing very it, important, I think yeah. they should have put that more into the more into the story and the, the visually and and also because if you want to compare it, for instance, with the rose from Beauty and the Beast, yeah, like there's a beginning, an entire opening section. I think it's one of the best n- opening narrations in movie. Maybe it's a bit forced, but I think it's the way it's done. If you have to have narration in the opening, the way it's done is really good. And it's not just a, the the thing they did before with we Disney. We're like, oh, we got an, a book opening and there's, you know, some text. <laughs> and which is literally, no, they put, they you go to the castle of the beast and the story is told through stained glass images. Yeah. Actual visual rep- representation. Instead of a uh, Yankee Doodle song, um, they actually show like this is the importance of the rose because the rose tells is a ticking clock mm-hmm. people love ticking clocks <laughs> because we know there's going to be an end well, and whatever yeah, happens at the end, end it can be either this or this it also brings up a sense of urgency which yeah. is very important when uh like having especially a movie of a certain length and um Trying yeah, to present only, a conflict is sympathetic at all. Yeah, the only way that they showed that really well in this movie was with Anna's hair. Yeah. When it's turning white. Yeah. Like, oh, sh- shit. Uh, she's, her hair is turning white. I think the rest is going to turn white soon as well, or maybe turn to ice or whatever. So, so, and then that, that the fucking troll song comes along, and you're like, no, we don't have any time for this. Come on, I want to hurry up the story. Yeah, that's the thing. With, um... Yeah, Anna's hair turning white and that whole uh, trying to save her before it's too late. Uh, that's fine. That works pretty well. But, again, it's inconsistent with everything else, or everything else is inconsistent with it, including the troll song and how it's it comes right after, like, everything with Olaf and the journey to go uh, go up the mountain and go to Elsa. And after the whole uh, first, like, half of the movie emphasizing the love and fear, this uh, this portion of the movie with... Um, I mean, it's it's still some yeah, it's still love and fear stuff. But they they introduce a villain, and um, uh, kind of counteract that that or they they um mess up the focus of the the conflict and where the conflict is coming from. Yeah. Um. So I think I think we talked about almost everything. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think this. Uh, for for how unorganized this discussion started, I think we yeah. uh, got to most of the points and like got to the important things. Let me look a little bit in so, the notes to see if there's anything. So important. so so not really. No. Frozen Frozen won two Academy Awards. The way oh, oh one for Academy one for Award song didn't it? They got it for uh best animated movie. Uh, what else came out for that year? best and for best song. What well, was it? Um, let it go. The song, yeah, f- okay. yeah, f- yeah, let it go. They won. Uh, her their competitors were happy for Despicable Me, too. Okay, uh, the moon's song from her, I don't know, Ordinary Love from Mandela, The Long Walk to Freedom. Um, I think the only one that could box a g- good, you know, good fight or have a good thing with it, as far as I know, is Happy by Pharrell Williams because everybody's still listening to that song. Yeah, Nobody's listening really to let it go, only on karaoke parties yeah. or little children who are annoying their parents. Um, so um, I think actually Happy Happy should have won that one. And for the animated feature one, 
Um, I'm very surprised about these, about two of these uh, nominations. But well, we got Frozen, the one, and then we got The Crudes. Oh, that okay. Yeah, that. Did that, you watch um, that? I watched it. It wasn't that great. It's it didn't just look that great. It's standard DreamWorks animation schlock. If it wasn't yeah. even animation, DreamWorks animation. Yeah. Uh, we got Despicable Me Two, which was horrendous. Okay. Um, we got Ernest and okay, and we got Ernest and Celestine, which is a very uh, charming French animated movie based on a uh, uh, based on children's books, very charming children's books, European oh, cool. children's books. So check that movie out. And The Wind Rises by Hayao Miyazaki and oh, Toshio yeah. Suzuki. I love that. I'm I'm like what that movie is amazing. Yeah. The Wind Rising is amazing in comparison in comparison to Frozen, but it hardly didn't get any views in America. Well, I think because you it's sent... because it's not a wacky little Disney movie. Yeah, and it's not Spirited Away. <laughs> it's yeah, and, and well, yeah, well, it, it's it's it, The Wind Rises way better than Frozen and should have won. Oh yeah. But hey, the Academy Awards is a group of people, the 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 jury, uh, the who chooses the these nominations. And who chooses basically the winner of these nominations are people from all um, walks of life. Yeah. So, so yeah. No. It, it, so they're, they're actors, the sound designers, they're th- um, they're they're well composers a little bit. They're directors. They're all. It's basically a, a big spectrum of everybody who works in the music uh, in the film industry. Yeah. And <laughs> the biggest problem I have with with that entire thing is that um, they actually looked up what the people wrote down. Yeah, you, I think you sent me this. At, in that year. Yeah, yeah you, I you, don't think I... I don't know if I sent you this. You sent me this if for I one did, year. It was a, yeah, it was a year it was ago. Year, but, um, it, was, it was that year. And they, they show why uh, Why did you vote for this movie? Yeah. And and the one... I didn't see the disturbing. other ones was, was one. Or, yeah, my daughter liked it. Or, hey, it's popular. Um, there were yeah. only a few said, like... I'm choosing this one because I think it's way better than the others. And guess w- which f- movie they voted for? The people who said that. Frozen. They voted for The Wind Rises. Oh, Wind Rises. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I went blank for a second. Yeah. They voted for The Wind Rises and not for Frozen. Yeah. Because they said, like, we think this movie is actually well made. And all the other people were like, it's popular. I know the song. Uh, all that bullshit. Yeah. So the so the the so I don't take the Academy Awards serious because it's just a bunch of malarkey. The BAFTA Awards, on the other hand, let's take a look at the BAFTA Awards because Wait, the BAFTA Awards. Which ones are those again? What is They are for? the British. They are the British uh, version. Oh, okay. Cool. Of the uh, the the Oscars, which is basically an insult. What I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and if I can find it, because the BAFTA awards they work differently. Yeah. They work with um, everybody who works in your industry specifically gets uh, gets nominated. Okay. So you get uh, chosen for. Um, let's see. You you, you get um, so if you work in sound design, other people who work in sound design 
nominate you yeah. and okay. award you the prize. Yeah, I've heard so I'm looking before. here at 2013 for the BAFTA Awards, and I'm seeing that I'm... Uh, <laughs> okay. So of the, the nominations, there were only three movies. Frozen, Despicable Me Too, and Monsters University. Oh, Monsters University. So okay. So I guess there was a rule with uh, the BAFTA Awards that they don't do any foreign language ones. Uh, okay. Sure. So no French or Japanese or whatever. Yeah. So Frozen won for the BAFTA mm-hmm. Awards, but but for but for these movies, if you have to th- yeah. choose from those three, Frozen is the best movie out of those. Yeah. Three. Okay, that's understandable. <laughs> but unlike, uh, for instance, in the year after that. The Academy Awards, they had, um, oh, yeah, I guess cut, cut this stuff out. Uh, <laughs> so for 2014, uh, at the Academy Awards, the Big Hero 6 won, okay. and they had nominated The Box Trolls, How to Train Your Dragon 2, Song of the Sea, that's a good movie. I, and I, I'm going ta- watch that too. Yeah. yeah, and The Tale of the Princess Kaguya. The BAFTA Awards had nominated... The Lego Movie, Big Hero 6, and The Box Trolls. And The Lego Movie won. Okay. That's, yeah. Which, Lego Movie's good. Yeah, it's a good understandable. Movie. Yeah. Big Hero 6 is a good movie, yeah. but not as good as The Lego Movie or The Box Trolls. Uh, oh, how, yeah, how's The Box Trolls? I feel like I heard recently that it's it was a, very underrated, but very good. Well, it's it's from the same studio as uh, uh, Kubo and the, and the Two Strings. It's oh, Laika. Oh, Laika, yeah. And basically, Laika, Laika is, ec- ec- for me, is... Every movie they make is better than the previous one, at least at at the moment. Okay, that's like I like good. I like um, uh, what was the other one called again? I d- don't the, know the one with the zombies. I I don't know. I don't think I've seen it. Darn it! Uh, Sorry, I'm just trying to say things so there's not a blank space while we look this up. Look it up faster, Harry. Oh, Paranorman. Oh, Paranorman, so, okay. So that, that looks good, I, I like Paranorman over uh, Coraline. I like the box trolls over Paranorm, uh, Paranorman. And I like Kuba and the Two Strings over <laughs> over the box trolls. Nice. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Laika, I'm, I'm, I hope they get a, a, a nomination this year. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Kubo had good if I know, marketing. If I know the Academy Awards, Zootopia is going to win. Um. Zootopia was, I I personally like Zootopia a little more than Kubo, or thought it was a little better. But um, no, I'm, no, I'm yeah. just, I'm not saying which one is better. I'm just sure okay. that yeah. Zootopia is gonna win because it's Disney. Yeah. And uh, and I don't Wait. think they're even going to nominate Marnie. Oh, Marnie, that was, I love that movie. I still haven't seen it, but I gotta, yeah. It well, it has a lot of like themes and certain elements in it that I. That particularly like, resonated that I particularly like, so um, that's part of it. But I also think the storytelling is great and it's a beautiful story. Mm. But yeah, watch that when you get the chance. What's that? I, I don't I even the English think that was Marnie. last year. Oh yeah, Marnie was last year. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the English dub it, last it was year. Nominated, it was nominated for the Academy Awards, but not uh, didn't win. Uh, who did but win? So three, I, I three. Huh? Who did win? When money was there, they didn't win. No, no, but sorry, who did win last year? Oh, for... Inside Out. Inside Out. Oh, that was yeah, a good movie. Yeah, both, uh, both at the BAFTA and the uh, Academy Awards. Um, cool. So, f- to to deviate completely from Frozen, um, Frozen. Have you have you have you seen 
I uh, hopefully you get a chance to see uh, the red turtle. The red turtle. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like I've heard of this. It's it's a movie by Michael Dudokdewit. Yes. Um, he's a Dutch uh, an animation director, an animator. Um, he worked with a French studio and it was produced. The movie was produced by Studio Ghibli, and uh -huh. um, it's a very, very interesting movie. The poster looks cool. And uh, there is no dialogue in it. Ah, in the so entire that's movie. eighty minutes. That's that's reasonable enough. I watched yeah. uh, the Illusionist, which has very little dialogue. Yeah, well, the Illusionist is based on a Jacques Cousteau. No, 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 not Jacques Cousteau. No, not Jacques. Uh, yeah, he's the like marine biologist. Is he the marine biologist? Yeah, he's a, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's. A, I don't yeah. know what's. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking for just, Jacques uh, Tati. Jacques Tati. Okay. He was a he was a uh, a comedian or a comedy actor, uh, a French comedy actor who influenced a lot of American comedy, and uh, for, uh, and also British comedy. For instance, Rowan Atkinson's Mr. Bean. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So he he does a lot of stuff, but this this was a um, a an unproduced script that he wrote. And it was animated by, I think, an English studio. No, it was a I French think. studio. Uh, oh, French it, studio. It, take, it takes place in uh, Scotland. But it's, it was a French studio that animated it, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They also made the, the triplets of Belleville. But anyway. Anyway, that was our discussion about yeah. Frozen. <laughs> uh, Frozen. Hello, boy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's all I got. So come back next week when we talk about the Hunger Games. Uh, not with me. Well, not with you. <laughs> I'm talking about with Kieran. <laughs> okay. But so, uh, <laughs> so the yeah. Harry, uh, let's slightly overdo. Give us a bit more of an, give us a, a repeat introduction of yourself and where we can find your stuff on the internet and what you're working on. Uh, since the last time you have released a an episode of um uh, what's it the score. The musical Keeping score, score. Spider-Man. Keeping, Keeping score. score. That's it. Yeah, I, I released a, 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 an episode of Keeping Score, um, which is about being um, a retrospective on the uh, soundtracks of the Spider-Man uh, movies and also a bit of a discussion about who could be a potential or a good composer for the next upcoming Spider-Man movies, Spider-Man Homecoming and, and an untitled animated, <coughs> animated movie. It's pretty cool. You should watch it, everyone. Oh yeah! Oh, you could listen to it because we'll it's more of a it, podcast, yeah. and yeah. it has some visuals. If you want to watch Spider-Man, it has jump music around a plus lot. this lovely voice that you're listening to for the last hour. Oh, th thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and you can you can uh, watch that on uh, YouTube.com/slash Harry's Fiddlesticks. Um, you can find me on Twitter with at uh, Harry Fiddlestick with uh, just a K. At the end, because it, my full username didn't fit. Mm, I'll put a link in the description. Okay, well, uh, you can find that down there. And where can they find you? Hey, I am Josh Satenshi. I host this show. You can find me at youtube.com slash Satenshi and twitter.com slash thefakesatenshi. Um, yeah, I've made... The, this podcast is the only thing I've released recently, uh, a couple episodes of this. But I am currently working on two to three series, Stuff Abridged, plus uh, two other ones that are in various levels of production. 
So uh, expect to see something related to those, maybe a comic, maybe a radio play, um, within the year. Cool. Well, all I have to say is good luck with Hunger Games. Oh, I'm thanks, glad yeah. I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It was, uh, I, I even watched the last movie yet, but I read through the, the last book um, in preparation. And uh, there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. The writing does get better throughout the, throughout the novels. It still is young adult, but it's, like, pretty well put together for young adult. Well, with that said, goodbye, everybody. Yeah, goodbye. Have fun watching Frozen again. Or, or don't. Or not. <laughs> <laughs>